Greetings, fellow humans. Katrina here. Quick disclaimer. I'm a professional. I'm not your professional. Anything that I'm about to say should not be taken as medical, legal, or otherwise advice. This podcast is purely for education and amusement purposes. That is it. Disclaimer over. So I thought we'd talk today about, about myths about emotions, specifically 10 myths. And I'll go through each one and then I'll give a challenge to each one. So I'm getting this from Marsha Lenahan's Big Giant DBT Skills Workbook. You'll notice a lot of my podcast episodes are about that because when I got that book, I really did flip through almost every page within a weekend. It was an intense experience of excitement that I got to read this book and it brings me joy to share it with you all in a way that is unique with my voice. So without further ado, myths about emotions. Number one, there is a right way to feel in every situation. I'm sorry, but no. Challenge to that is every person responds differently to a situation. There is no correct or right way. Myth number two, letting others know that I am feeling bad is a weakness. Um, No. Challenge to that is letting others know that I am feeling bad is a healthy form of communication. I would argue it's even a way of expressing an emotion. I have a formula for expressing emotions, which is very simple. I feel, insert feeling, about, insert situation, because, insert the why. And that's a way to express those emotions in a healthy way using your words. Third myth about emotions, negative feelings are bad and destructive. Challenge to that, negative feelings are natural responses. They actually help us create a better understanding of the situation. And that gut feeling, if you've ever heard of it, is to be listened to. If you get a gut feeling to get away then you might listen to that and, I don't know, not get in that particular Uber, whatever the case may be. Myth number four, being emotional means being out of control. Oh, that's actually not the case. The intense emotions that get out of control are often from people stuffing their emotions. So the challenge to this is being emotional means being a normal human being, When we stuff our emotions, it's kind of like taking a soda bottle that's full, shaking it real hard, and then opening it real fast. And wouldn't you know, that's just going to explode. That's when it's out of control, is when they're stuffed down, and then we get to an explosion that can be a myriad of different things. It can be a panic attack. It can be punching a wall. It can be a lot of different things. But back to the myths about emotions... Number five, some emotions are stupid. No, challenge to that is every emotion indicates how I am feeling in a certain situation. All emotions are useful to help me understand what I am experiencing. And so that usefulness is debatable. I would say that there are certain emotions that are useless in given situations, but that doesn't make them stupid in any way, shape, or form. Stupid is a judgment. Saying that an emotion is weird or wrong or bad or stupid then increases our distress about it because if we're experiencing it and then trying not to experience it, well, I don't know about you, but that not doesn't really work so well. Most people, when we try to negate something, it tends to increase the intensity 
And I'll give you a little bit of a tangential story on that. So let's say that a kiddo is in the checkout line with their parent and they want a Snickers. Okay. The mom says no. Well, then the kid cries and the mom says, here you go. Here's the Snickers. Well, that's giving in to that behavior and that reinforces, if it's done over and over, that that's how you get what you want. Now, let's say the mom's had some therapy and she says no and he cries and then you say no again. And guess what that kiddo is going to do? He's going to cry louder. And then if you're consistent with that, if you continue to say no, the kiddo will get the hint that that is not the behavior that gets you what you want. And so in looking at the emotion myths, should that kid not have done that? No, the kiddo was doing the best that they could with the information they had at the time. And I forget my original point of that tangent, but there you go, a little story about emotions and how to extinguish it, uh, a particular behavior. Maybe that should be an episode on extinguishing undesirable behaviors. I wonder if people have behaviors that their kids do that they would prefer to be different. I don't have to wonder too long to think, yeah, they probably do. Back to the myths about emotions. All painful emotions are a result of a bad attitude. No. Challenge to that is all painful emotions are natural responses to something. Our emotions are generally trying to protect us in some type of way, or maybe even trying to fuel some sort of action. So if I am in a depressive situation or in a depressed state and I'm looking to change something, we would take that emotion and listen to it rather than say, I just don't want to feel depressed, experience that emotion, listen to what it's trying to say. And it is often a natural response to something going on in or around you. Number seven, if others don't approve of my feelings, I obviously shouldn't feel the way I do. No. Challenge to that, I have every right to feel the way I do regardless of what other people think. Now listen to that feel. I have every right to feel not every right to behave in some type of way. Sometimes people confuse their feelings and their behaviors. And if I act on every urge that I have, well, that's not necessarily recommended because we might have an urge to attack somebody and they don't really need to be attacked because we are in a civilized society, okay? So other people can think whatever they want about how we feel but we still have the right to feel the way that we do at each and every moment in time. Number eight, other people are the best judges of how I am feeling. Challenge to that, I am the best best judge of how I feel. Other people can only guess how I feel and they can make good guesses. Uh, That's not to say that we can't try to empathize and feel what other people are feeling or explain to somebody what they might be feeling, but really it's up to the individual to know what they're feeling and experiencing, and it might not even be a word. Have you ever heard somebody experience, uh, say to you, well, I'm just feeling blech, and that's like B-L-E-G-H, blech, <laughs> that isn't necessarily a specific emotion, but it is an emotional experience that when communicated, even though it's a sound, we know what it means. So another myth about emotions, number eight, 
oh, that was what I just said. Other people are best judges of how I'm feeling. No, 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 no. I'm the best judge of how I feel. Other people can only guess how I feel. Number nine, painful emotions are not important and should be ignored. No. Challenge to that, painful emotions can be warning signs that tell me the situation I am in is not good. Those uncomfortable emotions, let's just go with resentment, okay? So an example of when resentment can get in the way is when somebody else doesn't do something that we think that they should have done, and that feeling even gets intensified if we told them. If somebody comes to you with a problem and you tell them the solution to the problem, and then they don't go and do it, well, then that makes sense that it would be an uncomfortable experience for the person who had the solution. Now, the problem with that is people often offer solutions when they're not asked. So that unsolicited advice is the reason for the resentment. Don't give the advice and you won't get the resentment. Or only give advice when asked specifically. Um, That was a little bit of a tangent. But the point was that painful emotions are warning signs letting us know things about whatever's going on in and around us. The last myth that I want to talk about today about emotions is Extreme emotions get you a lot further than trying to regulate your emotions. Um, No. Extreme emotions can often cause trouble for us and the people around us. If an emotion is not effective, emotion regulation is a good idea. And just a brief description of what emotional regulation is, that is when we are able to adjust the intensity the intensity of an emotion or sometimes change the emotion altogether if what we're experiencing is not effective. So like I said, there are some emotions that are useless. Let me give you an example. If I'm sitting in traffic and I'm getting angry about, oh, I should have left sooner to avoid this traffic. Well, that can cause all sorts of internal distress until we accept the reality that we cannot go back in time and leave sooner to avoid the traffic. Maybe tomorrow I could do that. But in that case, that anger would be useless and that emotional regulation regulation, useful. That emotional regulation in that case would be deep breathing, talking to yourself. I'll make it to work when I make it to work. I can't control that there was X, Y, or Z up ahead. Looking at what we can control, looking at what we can't control, that can also be a way to helpfully regulate your emotions. Maybe I ought to do an episode on emotional regulation. I think I did, actually, the last episode, last week. Yes, last week I talked about the biological changes. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's I don't know about tip. And next week, maybe we'll do something else interesting and hopefully amusing I'll go ahead and stop with my train of thought and let everyone know that if you want to support the show, go ahead and click the button on the website or cash app Katrina Dragon. And as always, I do appreciate each and every one of you simply for existing.